My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 123 of The Kate Show. And today we're talking about the 10 initial questions you need to ask your website designer before you hire them. So listen here, as an interior designer or a home stager, your website is both an online portfolio and a salesperson who never sleeps, or at least that's what it should be doing. You see, if you are looking for a new website and you're trying to sort through the dozens of website designers who are vying for your attention online, you have to narrow them down strategically. And I'm going to help you do that today with a quick interview process. The process I'm going to share with you includes questions that you need to ask that are no doubt going to cause you to come up with even more questions of your own. And to that I say, well done. Because even if you never lift a finger to modify or update your own website, you should at least have a solid understanding of how it works, its capabilities, as well as have definitive answers on what is and is not included when you're working with a website designer. So if you are ready to get a new website or you are about to revamp your current site, this website episode is all you'll need to know. So guys, before we dive into the episode, I just want to remind you, that if you have not left a review for me on Apple Podcasts yet, I would absolutely love it. I go check those reviews frequently. I am so, so fortunate, so blessed to see all those five-star reviews and (laughs) honestly, keep them coming. Of course, tell me honestly what you think of the podcast. Take time to write a few sentences if you'd like. I take all of that to heart. It really helps guide and shape the Kate Show so that it continues to be relevant and helpful to all of you. All right, guys, let's dive in to the 10 initial questions you need to ask your website designer. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. After personally designing over 80, or is it 90, websites throughout my career to date, I've been able to accumulate a list of the top concerns and priorities that design firms, staging companies, and window treatment businesses tend to have when approaching their digital footprint, aka their website. Plus, there are a few other questions you guys should be asking, but you're not before you sign the contract. So I really want to break it down for you because this is a big deal. You know, the website that you have for your business is basically the mothership of your entire brand. And while you shouldn't overthink it to the point of slowing down the process of getting a new website, you definitely should be strategic in how you approach it. But first, let's back up for a minute to make sure we're on the same page. When someone like you in the home industry sets your sights on a new website, you really shouldn't begin to interview website designers unless they meet the following three qualifications. And that first qualification is that that website designer's own website is aesthetically pleasing and easy to use and simple to understand. It's kind of like, why would you hire an interior designer if her own home is a complete wreck? You know, it would just make a person start to wonder if they really know what they're doing. The second qualification that website designer needs to meet is they should have a portfolio of past website design projects that you actually like. So you need to like their website, you need to like their body of work. The third qualification is that they should have a clearly outlined client process and an easy way to get detailed pricing. Now, some people don't put their pricing on their website publicly. I do. 
I personally love it when people put their pricing out there for the world to see because it makes it so much easier when I'm trying to make a buying decision. And I am always putting myself in my customer and my client's shoes, and that is why I do it for you guys. But not every website designer will do it. Some of them will want you to fill out a contact form or at least opt into their mailing list before they send you a price sheet. And that's not wrong either. A lot of times they do that because they really don't want people to shop around too much and then choose someone just based on price. But to be honest, if you're good, you're good. And if you like their body of work, then it doesn't really matter what they're charging because you can find a way to make it happen. Now, I do want to say this. If your potential website designer, so the person you're considering hiring, is uh, the tech guy from the company that you used to work for, or they're your best friend's college student daughter, <laughs> just, just be careful. Quality website design does not come from anyone who knows how to use a computer. It's like saying that people who obsessively rearrange furniture make for good interior designers. We all know that's not true. You have to be prepared to spend no less than two grand for a professional website, and you need to be prepared to book your project with that designer at least a month in advance. And to put this in perspective, the website design offerings that we have here at Socialite are often booked three to five months in advance with a down payment that is required to hold your place in line. And that waiting period is actually good because it gives our clients time to have more professional portfolio images taken, maybe even have a lifestyle photo shoot with their team, which is so, so good for your marketing in so many ways. It also allows them to create online packages or get their products ready for online stores, if that's something we're setting up for them. So if you have found a few website designers who have met the qualifications I've listed, and even if they're booked out, which is actually such a good sign, then you can proceed with asking them a whole bunch of questions via phone or email. And you should never feel bad about being inquisitive because this is an investment in your business and it's not like you're trying to grill someone because, oh, it's quote unquote a lot of money. I mean, honestly, guys, some website designers charge 2000 some charge 10000 and none of it is wrong because just like stagers and workrooms and design firms all have different reasons for charging different fees, website designers are really no different. And it also is going to depend on the type of website you want, the platform it's built on, the features you need, and whether or not they're going to have to carry a lot of content from your old site to your new site, because that can just take a lot of time. And time is valuable. Time is worth money. But that aside, let's start with question number one. The first question that you should ask a website designer is, do you specialize in or at least have experience in website design for my industry? That would be obviously the home industry. Choosing a website designer who's already familiar with your industry is going to save you so many hours of frustration and so many revisions. Just like a homeowner wouldn't want to hire a commercial interior designer to redo their kitchen, you shouldn't hire a website designer who does not understand the nuances of what you do, from your service offerings to your client culture. The next thing you need to ask them is, what search engine optimization, or SEO, what SEO do you include in the actual design of the website? Now here's the thing, some website designers will include SEO into the design of the site from step one, which is what we do here at Socialite, whereas other designers will tell you the SEO needs to be added after the website design is complete. And there's really no wrong way to go about it, but there is a cost differential. To properly add SEO to an existing website, certain aspects of the site will actually need to be redone, which is essentially duplicating or redoing the work that you had just paid someone to do. 
And that can be frustrating for some business owners if they realize it too late. So let me just rephrase that or recap so you guys understand. If you are paying a website designer to design or redesign your website, but they're not doing the SEO, then you're going to have to hire a second person who's going to come in, change some things that that other first person just did on your site in order to make it optimized for SEO. So obviously the ideal situation is to find a website designer who can do both simultaneously. All right. Now, the next thing that you need to be asking your website designer is, are they designing websites for the purpose of converting leads or just for looking pretty? Now, you probably don't want to word it exactly like that. You don't want to offend people. But I have to be honest, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. There are so many gorgeous website templates that you might find on Pinterest or Etsy, but they are not necessarily functional. Now, I can't approach that with a blanket statement of judgment, obviously, but I do often find that those templates and the custom sites that they represent are often similar in the fact that they tend to focus more on the business or the business owner and they completely ignore the ideal client and they are also missing a ton of really important SEO features from the design of the homepage to the actual copywriting and they waste space on information that really doesn't help your ideal client make their buying decisions. And I equate a pretty website that can't convert leads to a pair of stilettos that hurt too much to wear. They look nice, but they are not functional and they will result in buyer's remorse, your remorse, and then another redesign of your website. So I just want you to make sure that you are not working with someone or buying a website template because it just looks pretty. It needs to actually convert leads. And it can do both at the same time, completely. But you have to make sure that you're approaching it from a strategic standpoint and that you actually understand what you're getting. All right, another question to ask is, do you, the website designer, write the website copy, aka the verbiage, the words? And if yes, you need to also ask them, do they optimize that for SEO? And if they don't, then you'll need to ask them if they can refer you to a website copywriter. So this is a whole bunch of questions in one, but they are all so important. Not all website designers are going to write the content for your website. Personally, this is something that I've always included. And for years, I never stopped to consider that it was not standard. To me, the design of a website and the verbiage of a website are interwoven. And because that verbiage must be optimized for SEO, it's kind of like, why wouldn't we just do all these things at once, you know? The website design, the SEO, the copywriting, because it really interconnects. And if you have one of the pieces that just isn't working, then your website is really not going to be up to par. Now, if your website designer refers you to a third-party copywriter, you will need to speak with that copywriter directly regarding any SEO concerns you might have. You also want to ask that copywriter if they're familiar with your industry or your target client and how they approach all of that, because that's a big deal. Another question that you need to ask is, what parameters should my photos meet in order to work best with the new website you'll be making for me? Your portfolio images and your lifestyle images are what will make the design of your website really pop, for lack of a better word. If you're just getting started, simply photograph a space in your own home that you've designed or staged or a window treatment that you made for yourself because something is better than nothing. I do suggest that you use a really good camera. Maybe if you've got a really upgraded new iPhone or Android, you can even get an extra attachment uh, camera lens for it. You need to make sure that the lighting, the photo itself, that everything looks good because this is the first 
impression that a lot of people will have of you, and it will make a lasting impression. Now, regardless of where you get your photos, you will need to ask your website designer what pixel size they prefer, and usually it's no more than 2,000 pixels wide, by the way. And then you'll also want to ask them if they will be compressing your images for loading speed because too many big images on a website can really slow down the loading of the website, which can then lower your SEO score. So there really are a lot of things to keep in mind here. And you have to just make sure that they, the website designer, really does understand what you're getting after here. You don't just want a pretty website, and you don't just want a functional website. You want a website that can dance backward in high heels, because isn't that what we do every day too? All right, another question you need to ask is how many revisions are included in the website design contract and what constitutes a revision? Communication is so important during the revision phase. You have to make sure you understand how much back and forth you can have with your designer before it exceeds their scope of work. If you want to make changes that constitute extra revisions, ask your designer how those will be handled and billed ahead of time. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come right back with more questions you need to ask your website designer before signing on the dotted line. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. Your business deserves high-quality marketing, and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. The next question you need to ask your website designer is one that I get asked all the time, and that is, will my website include the ability to sell online packages, book appointments, etc., etc.? And while these are common website features, things like physical product shops can significantly increase the cost of your website, especially if you request them halfway through the project instead of clearly stating your expectations from the start. Your website designer should be asking you which pages you want, which features you want for your new website long before the contract is signed. And if they don't, then you need to initiate that conversation. So you do have a level of responsibility here to clearly communicate exactly what you want and then your designer can come back and tell you what they can and can't do and for what price. Speaking of price, you also need to ask them if they are going to be charging you a monthly ongoing fee once the website design is complete. And if yes, then you need to know exactly what that fee covers. Here's the thing about fees. Quite a few website designers are going to charge you a monthly ongoing fee, and I can't even begin to summarize what those fees might cover. I can only speak for myself as a website designer and as someone who leads a team of website designers, in my situation, I never charge ongoing fees because there's really no need for it. So you just have to ask your particular website designer what the fees are for. And if they say it's for updating your website every month, then you have to really ask yourself, do I need monthly website updates? The only time you might is if you need a new project uploaded, or if you've got a WordPress site, there are certain plugins that 
need to be updated. So you literally just log into your website and then click update. It's really, really easy. Do you want to pay someone an ongoing fee to do that? I mean, some people would say yes. Other people would be like, well, no, I can do that myself and save the money. So totally up to you. Now, when you're talking about the charges, you can also go through a few different things with them because I want you guys to come across really educated when it comes to website design. So if you're already paying a hosting platform for your domain, so if you're paying GoDaddy, Bluehost, something like that, there really isn't any need to pay those ongoing fees to your website designer unless you've put them on a retainer for those project updates or to update your plugins. And in the case of a monthly retainer, you should allot for paying around an hour of their time every month and then keep track of whether or not you use that hour and make sure you know ahead of time whether you can terminate that ongoing agreement if it's necessary to. You don't want to be paying for things you don't actually need, okay? That's rule number two of business. Rule number one is know your ideal client. Okay, so if your website designer is trying to charge you for ongoing Google maintenance or SEO, I really suggest you look for somebody else because the only way these people could provide Google maintenance, whatever that is, I mean, that's a real thing people charge for. I still don't know what it is. And the only way they can provide stuff like SEO is if they're managing your social media or writing blog posts for you. The SEO of your website itself does not need to be updated monthly, okay? It doesn't need to be updated monthly. I want you to remember that because there are a lot of people that end up working with me who are so frustrated with how much money they have paid out when they really didn't have to, and they aren't they weren't even sure what they were paying for, but for some reason they didn't ask. And sometimes you guys may not ask these questions because you are concerned that you'll come across as someone who just doesn't get it. Like, of course you're paying these fees. What's the big deal? But it is a big deal. You have to know exactly where your money is going and why. Okay, another question you need to ask is, will your website designer be available to make future updates to your website? That might be covered in a monthly retainer conversation, but if it isn't, you definitely need to address it. Most website designers will prioritize website updates and changes for past clients. I know that's definitely what we do here at Socialite. If we are the ones designing your website, we are available for the updates and changes that you might need. You'll have to ask your designer about the average turnaround time and hourly cost of those updates. Also ask them if they're going to provide a precise estimate each time prior to doing your update or if they can only give you a ballpark number. Now there's no right or wrong, it just depends on what you are comfortable with. So those are the big questions that you need to be asking. And I know that it's a lot. I know that getting a new website is really, really exciting. And honestly, it helps you feel so much more confident as a business owner. I know that launch day of a new website kind of feels like reveal day of a design project, honestly. I mean, not to the same extent because you're not physically walking into a space, but when you open your computer and you go to your new website, you show it off to your friends and your family and your colleagues and you share it on social media, it's like, wow, this is me. And for a lot of people, they just can't talk about themselves in a way that other people can, meaning it's hard to talk yourself up. Now, I'm not suggesting we all brag about ourselves on our website, but it doesn't help if we talk about ourselves in a way that downplays our biggest strengths or our greatest accomplishments, or that really limits us from connecting with our ideal client. So it is a really good thing to have a professional design your website, whether it's just a partial redesign or a full-out revamp or 
you've never had a website before, then this is a perfect place to start because you're a blank slate. You haven't made any sort of digital footprint yet, and it is such an exciting thing. Like I can't stress that enough. Now, one other bonus question that you could ask is, how long will your website project take? Because I have heard from plenty of people that their website design projects can go on for months and months, and that's really unnecessary. Here at Socialite, our design process is three to four weeks, and then we're done. So there's no right or wrong, but you have to make sure you go in asking the right questions and making sure you're on the same page with your designer and really just having the right expectations. So those are the things that you need to be aware of. And on that note, I have an exciting announcement to make. First, let me tell you the issue that we've been dealing with here at Socialite so that you'll understand why I'm about to announce the thing I'm about to announce. And you guys are going to love it, by the way. Oh my goodness. So excited. It's been a long time coming. Okay, so I mentioned earlier in the episode that website design here at Socialite includes the whole package. It includes copywriting, SEO, the actual design of the site, and a site that is not only beautiful, but actually converts because otherwise what's the point, right? And I've also mentioned in this episode that we tend to get booked out for several months in advance and not everyone can wait that long. Plus not everyone has the financial means to pay for a custom website. So for those of you who don't want to wait, I am actually launching a new product along with the rest of the Socialite team and it will be released at the end of July, perhaps early August. I'm aiming for the end of July, but okay, enough beating around the bush, here it is. We are launching website templates that are so easy to customize that include copywriting prompts and a lot of text already written that you can just go in and edit in a way that is going to be good for your SEO, in a way that you can ensure that your website is not going to be a duplicate of someone else's website. And it's all done through Squarespace. It is so, so easy. If you guys need help with the technical aspects of it, like transferring your domain or connecting your domain, we're here to help with that. It is going to be the complete package. And we're basing our templates off of some of the most famous website designs that we have done. There are just certain websites that people keep coming back to us saying, I really love this website. I really love it. So we're going to take the elements that you guys really love from those templates and turn them into something that you guys can actually use for your own businesses. But like I said, it's also going to be extremely easy for you to modify so that you do not have a cookie cutter website, but you do have a website that converts and a website that has good SEO, because that is huge. That is huge in 2020, whether you have virtual services, traditional offline services, whether you blog or you don't blog, your website absolutely matters. So I want you to stay tuned for that. I will be making a formal announcement, but I just thought with the topic of this episode, it's a perfect time for you guys to just put a pin in this. If you're looking for a new website, if you were hoping to work with Socialite, because we do get a lot of emails about this and I have a waiting list, I just want you guys to know this is coming and it is coming because the demand has been here for so long, but the technology did not quite exist yet. So now it does. I'm on top of it. You know me, I love a good template, but I also love making sure that things look custom. They start with the template, but they look custom. That's sneaky, guys. And it's also smart because it is affordable and it is effective and it is quick. So there is a lot to look forward to coming here from Socialite. All right, guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.